1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we move quickly from weekend drama to midweek fixtures Aaron Ramsey's wait for a first league start goes on He is out along with Ryan Jack for the trip to St Johnson Ange Postacoglu is excited by returning to play a tournament in Australia later this year With Rangers also set to feature And it's all go with Challenge Cup fixtures tonight And a big card in the Premiership tomorrow I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel And Roger Hanna Yeah it seems just like two minutes Gordon Since Celtic were losing points at Easter Road Rangers are dropping points at home to Motherwell And yet in 24 hours time they go again Celtic at home to St Mary Rangers head to Perth to take on St Johnson And really after a sloppy Sunday They cannot afford any more mayhem in midweek Yeah looking forward to this week uh, Once again another important week Especially for the top two um, the fact that um, you know after the weekend, Gordon dropping dropping points, both teams dropping points, they'll be looking for the final run in to get a good good run, get points there, put people under pressure, and then obviously Dundee at the bottom fighting for their lives. They need results and they need them quickly. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Pick up that phone. Let us know what is on your mind, Rangers fans. Your manager. Has revealed some pretty disappointing injury news Judging by the reaction on social media What do you make of that injury list? He's spoken about Alan McGregor What do you make of heading to Australia? Both of you A friendly A friendly Between Rangers and Celtic Celtic and Rangers I don't know who the home team will be uh, But there we go What are your thoughts on that? We've got big games tomorrow Involving every club So pick up that phone 01419511025 Roger Hanna You cannot take your eyes off this title race It is Dramatic, it has controversial moments. It's a roller coaster of emotions for those involved. How often do they both drop points on the same day? I think the answer would be not very. Yeah. And how often does Rangers drop points come days after beating Dortmund and come after being two 0 up against Motherwell after twenty four minutes? Celtic were on a rampant run as well, and and they go and drop points. So it's got all the ingredients of a. Unbelievably dramatic end to the season Far more twists and turns than I was anticipating I think so far this season We've still got 10 games to go I think 16 times they've dropped points 7 times Celtic, 9 times Rangers this season Far more than I was expecting And you hear James Tavernier today Saying that Rangers will need a 10 out of 10 finish If they're to retain the league title Having seen them in recent weeks You wouldn't bet an awful lot of money On either team managing to string together 10 consecutive wins yeah, I agree with that, Roger. I think that will be very difficult because the nerves play a part in it as well. You just look at the weekend there. I thought Celtic dominated most of the game, but can, you know it was a dull game in the end, Gordon. Um, and you're thinking, okay, so we Easter Road, hard place. It's a point. Move on. You're still going to be top of the league no matter what happens. Door open for Rangers. They look like it's a case of how many at half time, three points in the bag, and all of a sudden. They let Motherwell back in and, um, you know, drop points. And uh, I'm with Roger. Ten games, pressure games. Um, I think there's still to be a bit of turns and twists here. Both drop points. Both had the exact same outcome. They both drew their matches. They both gained one point and it, it stayed as you were at the top. Why does it feel like, according to the phone lines, that it was a much worse weekend for 
Rangers and Celtic Is it just to well, do with kick-off time? No or, or is there more to it? Ray, Celtic didn't play particularly well Das is right I watched the first half Before I headed off to Ibrox For Super Scoreboard at the weekend Celtic didn't play particularly well But for me They never really looked like losing the game So when you arrive at Ibrox There's that feeling that it's there for Rangers to take When they go 2-0 up at half-time there's the feeling that Rangers are really going to profit this weekend They're going to get a gap down to a point They're going to turn up the heat in Celtic Rangers play first this forthcoming weekend And you, you almost felt it was a sort of pendulum swinging back towards Ibrox And then from nowhere Really from nowhere Because Motherwell could have been blown away in the first half at Ibrox From nowhere Jordan Roberts and Kane Willery score It's 2-2 and it felt like a defeat at Ibrox for Rangers It's an interesting one Gordon Because I always assumed That whenever the title race is, is run And it's finished That we might look back on those days Where one of them won And the other one dropped mm. points As being a significant day It never actually occurred to me That a significant day might be When they drop, they both dropped points But but just because of the nature Of, of how it happened And, and missed opportunities um, It's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out starting tomorrow Yeah, night. I, th- I think that um, you look at days like Sunday If it goes right to the wire And Rangers miss out because of that result on Sunday Then you could be very disappointed with that Of course you could Because Roger was right And all credit to Motherwell and, and Graham Alexander He made substitutions at half time And uh, very positive ones Got him back in the game Got him a, got him a well hard earned point Um but I think Rangers were the losers at the weekend, Gordon. They had a great opportunity, 2-0 up, coasting, everything going brilliant for them after the confidence of Thursday night and uh, they let Mother will back into the game and uh, Mother will punish them. It's a very, very busy day. Every single team in the Premiership is in action tomorrow, which means most of the managers have spoken today as if the title race and the injury list isn't enough. We've got this... Game, this tournament apparently taking place uh, in Australia It really is all happening, a busy show So please bear with us uh, A big injury update Quite often managers come to the press conference And the team news update's not particularly exciting But the Rangers one has uh, a few people talking this evening Because Aaron Ramsey, most significantly of all Steve Davis, Ahmad Diallo, Philippe Hollander, Ryan Jack All unavailable for tomorrow And it doesn't look like... Aaron Ramsey will be back for the weekend either And and probably neither Diallo So the two high profile January signings uh, Missing at the moment Rangers fans what do you make of that 01419511025 Pick up the phone and let us know You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB Let's bring in Tam Who's a Rangers fan from Barhead What's your feeling on that news today Tam? I think saying Ramsey Was the biggest mistake We've ever made to go on for you 2.5 million we paid for him to bring him in and he started one game and came off the bench what two or three times I think the money we could have used on him could have brought in um, John Suter who went badly at the back because Ghost is not up to speed I said this from Monhite I said it two, years, two weeks ago I think it was when I came on I just don't think um, Ghost is up, up to speed well look I keep saying this every time Just for accuracy purposes I'm, I'm not sure there is this Two and a half million Loan fee Roger Don't think that the total amount no. Spent on Aaron Ramsey Reaches that However rather than arguing about The The numbers The, the figures The fanfare Which Followed his arrival Had Rangers fans mm. feeling That he was going to play A real pivotal role 
Between now and the end of the season There are 10 league games left He will not feature tomorrow It doesn't look like he'll feature At the weekend We're down to 8 league games uh, Left for Aaron Ramsey To maybe Clinch Rangers the title And maybe not Listen it doesn't matter Who the identity of the player is If a club signs a player On transfer deadline day With a bit Mm. of a fanfare And over the course of the next month More than a month He plays less than 100 minutes Of football That's got to be a disappointment For the club It's got to be a disappointment For the player himself And it inevitably Puts question marks Over over the deal The identity leads to the fanfare though Yeah Listen Yeah I mean people make Are making a lot of it Because It's Aaron Ramsey He's come from It's unavoidable It's unavoidable But you know The real disappointment is you know, Rangers fans They can't get to see him in the pitch You know, maybe he would have played for a month Maybe he would have played 90 minutes every week And not played particularly well And then we could have had conversations about the wisdom yep. of a deal there The frustration will be is Nobody knows whether what, he's going to be any good or not What you can put to bed right away, Roger Is Aaron Ramsey is not going to be the difference of Rangers winning or losing the title But the Rangers fans hoped he would be yeah. when he yeah. signed him. Well, of course I think everybody did, Gordon But you're looking at a guy that's come in And unfortunately for Aaron Ramsey Now, we're not doubting his ability He was He's he's terrific player Unfortunately for him He came He hadn't a lot of game time Under his belt He's played a A, a bit of the game Down at Annan He's picked up an injury Now unf- You know That can happen to New signers It can happen to any player at all It's unfortunate for Rangers It's Aaron Ramsey The spotlight's on him But you're looking If he doesn't play at the weekend Eight games to go By the time he gets up to Match speed the league's nearly finished So he's not going to play That part That every Ranger supporter Thought that night mm. When he, he stepped out The front doors at Ibrox This is the best signing ever Then he's not going to be that guy Tam does this show though What can happen when You get a disappointing result On Friday morning Or Thursday night At 11 o'clock No one was really bothered About Aaron Ramsey's Fitness levels Because Rangers Didn't need him And they had a, a Famous result without him when you get a disappointment like Sunday, it brings everything else into focus. Is that what's happening here? Well, yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I quite agree with you there, yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, Roger, that, that is part of it, isn't it? I, I don't recall at full time the Rangers fans saying, that was great, that, but pff, tell you what, where's Aaron Ramsey? Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And we mentioned that actually before the game, if you remember on Sunday there, you'd say, you know, people weren't rolling up saying, where's Aaron Ramsey? They're rolling up saying, Celtic have dropped points at Easter Road. This is a big opportunity now for Rangers. So uh, I actually thought Ryan Jack was a bigger miss. Well, it is, isn't it, in terms of impact on the team? Yeah. Right now. On Sunday. He's not going to be there tomorrow night either. Um, there were times I know Kemar Roof got thrown on late on. I actually wondered if it was going to be a day on Sunday for Ahmed Diallo to come on, having scored a couple of goals in that bounce game against Brentford through the week, maybe to raise his confidence a bit. He didn't get off the bench, you know, misses the game Is on that, Wednesday. So in it- if not, why not then on Sunday? You know, there's that again. I talk about bad result. Result is king in football, so it brings everything else into focus. Of, of course, it does. If you are if you're level with Motherwell at home, I was listening to the can phone. Can Diallo make a difference? On, and if not, why not? Yeah, and I was listening to the phone on the way home on Sunday night. Rangers supporters coming on, questioning Alan McGregor, questioning the manager's substitutions. He was praised for the changes sure. against Dortmund on the Thursday night, and rightly so, and rightly so. And I think if that's the case, then he probably does need to come in for a bit of criticism, not for the substitution, for the lack of substitutions, probably, as the game was running away from them against Motherwell and Sunday. I think he's got. I, I think he's got to come in for a little bit of criticism with his January window gone. It was very, very poor. You're looking at players, Diallo, for instance. You know, we're talking about the price tag, where he's come from, what a, a young superstar this lad is. This lad doesn't look like he's going to be. 
the, the, the player that Rangers thought he was going to be You've got Ramsey Unfortunately for him He can't go on the pitch with injury You get Sands that was brought in Doesn't feature So if you look at January As much as the form away from home Everybody was concentrating He's brought signings in to improve the team That's not happened It certainly has not happened But he's got enough there still To go to the end of the season And maybe win the league But it's got to be very tight indeed And that will dictate the end reaction to this Won't it? Again, let's be honest If Rangers win the league Fans will shrug their shoulders and say Ah well, the Aaron Ramsey one didn't quite work out But we got there without him However, you don't win the league And then the scattergun will come out The, 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 The much... No lauded Ross Wilson On deadline day For bringing Aaron Ramsey Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Everything just gets brought Into focus The the the, the outcome of this league title Is so important for oh, Of in course In many if, ways If Rangers retain the championship Everything that's happened On the road to that Will be forgotten Rangers fans will just You know Delight in retaining the title However If Celtic sees The title back Then as you say Recruitment will come into focus The manager will come into focus Team selection Substitutions Absolutely everything Will come under the microscope That is the way we operate in Glasgow Gordon PR Those on Twitter He says Loan signings aren't failures Until their time at the club is up What if Diallo sets up Three Ramsey goals To win the last three games To win the league Would they still be failures then? Never count your chickens I'll eat my heart if that happens There you go And I ain't even got a heart Uh, You never know I'll buy you one What about Tam's point About you know, whatever the, the Aaron Ramsey fee is, if it's Rangers just co- covering a wage, could that money have been spent on John Souter? Would that have been better? Is that well, we are we can't avoid hindsight. We we have it. Well, we'll, we'll never know how I've, we feel without I that. Thought, take Aaron Ramsey completely out of the equation. Take Ahmed Diallo completely out of the equation. I actually thought on Sunday, as you're watching, no offence to him, as you're watching John Lundstrom at centre half in a flat back four. Surely John Souter's better in there alongside Connor Goldson. And I'm not sure how the negotiations went. But if there is a bounty of 30 or 40 million pounds For direct entry to the Champions League At the end of the season um, And the final analysis If Rangers don't win the league People will call this show Gordon And say they should have pushed the boat out To get suited in January uh, Thank you Tam Let's bring in Alan Who's a Rangers fan in Falkirk What about this injury list Alan? Is it worrying, disappointing? I don't know What, what word would you use to describe it? Uh... Uh, two points if you can let me come back in with a second one please uh, disappointing v- very much so especially Ramsey but I think the one that worries me is Jack because <clears throat> when Jack has come in uh, is the midfield's been far far better uh, he moves the ball quicker and I think in hindsight maybe Jack there was always going to be a chance of re-knock he was out I think he was one one week short of a full year he was out so hopefully it's just wee niggles and we can get Jack back as the rest, well, Hellander's been out for months. Davis hasn't he played, as you have said, Ramsey. So Jack's the one for me, definitely. Yeah, that's the thing, Gordon. We did acknowledge mm. that. It's, it's the glamour, it's the fanfare, it's the reputation, which means the Aaron Ramsey one gets the headlines. If you forced Rangers fans to pick one to be available tomorrow, it's Ryan Jack all day long. 100%. And, I, and I'm one of those uh, that would have picked Ryan Jack as much as we know the, the ability of Aaron Ramsey. Jack's come back into the side... He's been absolutely brilliant in the middle of the park, Gordon. Thursday night, I thought he was brilliant again. Um, it's unfortunate he's missing, hopefully, for Rangers because they've got a lot of big games coming up. I think tomorrow night up at Perth, they could get away without Ryan Jack. They prefer to have him. 
Um, but I think they'll, they'll want him back in that middle of the park as quickly as possible. He is he is a real, mm. real, now important player. What, for uh, what chance four weeks tonight? Ryan Jack versus Aaron Ramsey in a World Cup playoff final. Yeah, that's an, yeah, I think there's a lot has to happen before that. Um, so we'll wait and see. O- on Ryan Jack, Roger, that one at Wellsting Rangers fans want it because the hope was that you know he's over the injuries. You see the impact he makes as soon as he yeah. comes back in. It's impossible to get rid of that lingering fear that, that this is the way it's going to be for Ryan Jack. Now, and I think everyone hopes not. Obviously, and players get injuries, as Gordon says. We don't need to make too big a deal out of it, but. It, he just can't get a, can't get a good run at the moment. Sometimes you find that um, guys who have been out, you know, as Alan said, he was out for nearly a year, and sometimes players come back in, and because they haven't been at that peak fitness level for so long, they pick up a little niggle here and a little niggle there. Look at Christopher Julian across the city, you know, a wee niggles when he when he first came back, and he's still not had a run in Celtic's first team. Um, Ryan Jack hugely impressive when he came back into the side. I'm not too sure how much Giovanni van Bronckhorst would have known about him. Um, Stephen Gerrard. Lavished praise on him Throughout his time as manager Steve Clark Lavished praise on him For his role in getting Scotland To the Euros And of course he missed the Euros So Ryan Jack will want back in this team To try And Enjoy The title celebrations On the pitch That he didn't get to enjoy last season And he'll want mm. to enjoy Going to a major finals with Scotland Because he missed that last season yeah. as well uh, Alan we're a bit tight for the travel But please make your point And you never know We'll maybe get some other callers To pick up on it if we can On you go <laughs> Do you think after uh, Miss Sturgeon got involved four weeks ago with David Goodwillie that now is the time for inquiry to help the victims of what was uh, announced today uh, in the Scottish courts? Well, funnily enough, I did say that it was going to be a busy day and you might just hear a bit more about that later on uh, in the show. I've got it right here and I don't I don't really know about Nicola Sturgeon's part in it, um, I must confess. But yes, later on in the show... Uh, Alan, I did say we were late for the travel as well Let's do that 01419511025 Keep those calls coming uh, There's the small I, I must admit When I woke up this morning You're always thinking well, What will we talk about in the show? The prospect of Celtic and Rangers meeting in Australia It had not crossed my mind uh, But there we are So if you have any thoughts on the injuries The games tomorrow That then pick up that phone You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well You can get in touch there At Clyde SSB So keep us company Pick up the phone And let us know what's on your mind It has been a very, very busy day In Scottish football Let's bring in William Who's a Rangers fan from Port Glasgow And get his thoughts tonight, William Hi, good evening guys, how are you? Good, thank you um, my point actually about um, Ross Wilson actually obviously I heard um, I heard you saying that he was, he'd been lauded in some cases um, I've actually got a very different opinion on him I think um, his sort of nearly three years in the job now has is, is actually been very poor and underwhelming um, he's not made one signing really that's improved the starting 11 really um, you know the, most of the signings that were relying the players that were relying on at the minute are players that were signed under Mark Gallen. You know players like Kamara and Goldson and things like that. A lot of the mainstays in the title winning side were actually signed by Mark Gallen, the previous sporting director. So I just think with the job that he's brought in to do, especially when you win the title, you want to try and improve and kick on and strengthen your starting eleven. And this player trading model he seems to be lauding since he came through the door. I just think the job that he's done has been extremely underwhelming and. 
if the summer comes and we haven't won the title, obviously if we win the title, it doesn't get talked about. But if he, if we don't win the title this season, I think recruitment's going to play a big part in it. I just think he's done a really poor job. The list of the signings that he's made have not improved the starting eleven whatsoever. Obviously, we do speak with the benefit of hindsight, William. But uh, how did you feel about it on deadline day? Was did it not seem like a brilliant piece of business to get someone like Aaron Ramsey for a relatively modest financial outlay? Does Ross Wilson or anyone else know that he's going to be injured? Some people might say yes because he's got a, you know he's got injury problems. But is there a bit of luck involved there? I don't know. Are you affording any any sympathy on that front? I'm not too sure because even when he first signed, you know when. When Van Bronckhorst was doing his pre-match press conference before the Celtic game, I think obviously we all knew he probably wouldn't wouldn't play against Celtic. But you know, Van Bronckhorst pretty much right off the bat was speaking about him needing to get up to speed, needing some games. Probably wouldn't be ready to start for another couple of weeks. To me, as exciting as it was at the time when the news first broke, when you hear Van Bronckhorst saying that, you start to think to yourself, "Well, we kind of need someone in that's going to hit the ground running and." Try and take us on to win the title Kind of like You know Celtic signed 3-4 players That have went straight into their starting 11 in January I'm kind of sitting there thinking Listen to Van Bronckhorst saying that Then Why have we signed him? You know Why did we not sign someone That was going to come in And go straight into the team And try and hit the ground running Like a John Suter Who we need in defence It just seemed Really pointless You know the fanfare for me Kind of died down very quickly When I heard uh, the manager say that Yeah Roger I guess if we're talking You know Business overall Good fee Brought in for Nathan Patterson as well Which is is worth a mention But William's main point is about the Lack of additions that Enhance the starting 11 straight away Is it valid? Listen, William said himself If Rangers win the league at the end of the season Nobody will talk about this Um, I think if Rangers had hung on And beaten Motherwell 2-1 at the weekend A lot of scrutiny, not just about Ross Wilson But you know know, Ramsey's injury record, Jack's injury record Diallo's form etc they wouldn't have been come under so, so much scrutiny either. So a lot will depend on what happens at the end of the season in terms of the title. But looking forward to put William's point, if you throw it forward, Rangers know Suter's going to come in in the summer. But look at the guys who are going to go out the door. I I can't foresee another season with Alan McGregor in goal. I can't foresee another season of Stephen Davis in midfield. Um, you struggle to foresee a season with Conor Golds in the centre half He's an ample opportunity to commit his future to Rangers And so far hasn't um, Ramsey will go away Diallo will go mm. away Who's to say, you know, William touched on that player trading model Who's to say a Kent or an Aribo Who are moving closer to the end of their deals Who's to say one of them wouldn't be sold So I think, you know, whatever we want to say about Ross Wilson's past record, William I think there's going to be a big Onus on Ross Wilson this summer To get replacements in For those players who are going out the door I think that's largely true about the mm. results I mean if, if Rangers win at the weekend Maybe we're not having this conversation Gordon But I have to be fair to William I've seen people make the point about the, the Signings? The, when was the last signing mm. that, that impacted the starting 11? I've seen that made before You know, before the Motherwell game I, I, I think his positives uh, uh, with Ross Wilson is He brought in the managers that Rangers supporters wanted you know what I mean? There was never a question there. He got a lot of pats in the back. Roger pointed out he brought in a lot of money for Nathan Patterson, a guy that hardly played. Um, so that was a great bit of business. But in such an important season, I thought that January window so far, and I could be proved wrong, because that might happen. Diallo might cross in three, Ramsey might score the three to win the league. Um, the transfer window in January has not, right now, improved Rangers at all. 
And one thing you would say as well is, I think they're missing Yanis Hadji. Many times in the last 18 months has Hadji scored a goal in a 1-0 win or Hadji knocked in a set piece either scoring it or creating it. I think he is a creative. He might have made the difference at the weekend against Motherwell. I think he is being missed. Jack was missed at the weekend. Um, so, you know, Rangers have had their problems. But, as we say, if, if they retain the league title... All of it will be forgotten, Gordon. Again, William, to, to revisit something from, from earlier on, Aaron Ramsey's getting all this attention, but what about the others? What about Diallo? Because he must come into a similar bracket at the moment. Um, and then, more crucially, guys like Ryan Jack. You could be doing with him tomorrow. I'm sure you would rather have him available. Yeah, definitely. Ryan Jack's um, a big loss. I think um, the manager says he was going to be available for the weekend. Hopefully so. That, hopefully that's the case, because that's a big game against Aberdeen as well. But certainly tomorrow night... Really could have done with him. I think him and Lundstrom, particularly in the two games against Dortmund, and um, obviously the the Hearts game straight after the, the old firm when we won five 0 Those two worked really, really well together. Um, so he's going to be a huge loss. Diallo as well. I mean, if he's going to make an impact, he needs to do it very quickly. Because apart from that first half and his first game against Ross County, he's done next to nothing really. So. Yeah, I think um, the quicker we get Ryan Jack back, the better, and, and even Hollander as well, so that we've got a fully fit back four. Yeah, let's hear a bit from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, who accepts the recent league form simply hasn't been good enough. However, he says the performances have been worthy of better results in most of the games. Well, if you see the league form, you see the results, you know, it's it's not good enough. Uh, the results aren't there where what we uh, what we wanted, what we want to, uh, to achieve. But uh, you know, if you if you take that apart and, and and see the way we played, you know, every game we played and also in the draws we made, I think especially maybe not Aberdeen away, but in all the games we had so many uh, so much domination, so many chances we created, and uh, you know, if you see the those 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 games back, you know, it's. Uh, we shouldn't have uh, dropped points in many of them. You know, every game we go in, we go at uh, to uh, to win games, and which means you know create as many chances as possible to to score goals and to get as many uh, as, as as less chances against us. Uh, thank you to James. Let's bring in William in Port Glasgow, and oh, no, other way around. Well, thanks, William in Port Glasgow. Let's bring in James uh, in Possel Park. James, listening to the manager there, sounding pretty upbeat. He was speaking to Sky, upbeat about certainly the performance levels and so on. How do you? Uh, feel about things at the moment. Well, well I, I, even if I'm, um, well, what it is is I, well, uh, the first perform the first half performance was superb. Um, it should have been well aside by the end of the first half. But I've, I've I mean, the, 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 we were talking earlier on about Ramsey and everything else. But I don't think he's needed just now. But that second half performance, they came out as if they'd already won the game. They could, they could, they came out and there was, there was I, I didn't feel there was any real impetus to 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 shut down the ball, um, and, and there was unfair criticism against Lindstrom for he was playing out of position. There was supposed to be a lot more cover on him, and, and it just wasn't there. It's been quite the week for Giovanni van Bronckhurst. This is football in a nutshell, tactical masterclass on Thursday night, and you know deservedly got so much praise, but by Sunday. Oh, why did you play John Lundstrom there? Why did you not make this change? It was quite it was quite a, a come down after Thursday, wasn't I, it? I think the Rangers manager must take a lot of pats in the back for Thursday night. He changed the game at the right time and he got the positive result. Where I was very surprised, and you can argue that, well, hold on a minute, at half-time, nobody was thinking Motherwell was going to get back into the game, and that's true. But where I'm surprised with Lundstrom, if he's going to play in the back, 
I thought he'd have stayed with his back three With Balogun in there And stuck Bassey and, and Tavernier Like he did in Thursday now Which I think worked a treat Let Kent come off Morelos um, So I was a bit surprised It was a flat back four With him in there Because he doesn't look comfortable He got done down the, 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 the flank with pace And listen There's no embarrassing to that It was just the, the lad was too quick for him But he needs a bit of cover in there Lundstrom's been good Gordon But he's one of these guys that Some fans just wait for the f- the first signs Of a little bit of a bad game Or a bad half And then it's negativity coming the boy's way And then the next game he has to go out there And prove it all again I just thought that Rangers missed a trick on Sunday the, the, To me in the second half They didn't catch on to the substitutions And it was positive ones from the motherwell manager they, they they took their foot off the gas and they couldn't flick the switch back on by the time Mother will get back in the game. And they get punished for it. If you were of a mind to put a positive spin on things, Roger, you, you probably could quite easily. As James says, the first half performance against Mother Rangers were excellent. And it was it could have been should have been a cricket score. Dundee United, you know, very convincing performance, should have won the game. So some people might take Heart from that It was it was Andy Halliday Actually last night Who floated the alternative Which we don't hear too often In a roundabout way Can it be more worrying If you're playing well And not winning Because um, you think Why how, how can this be happening It's not If it's a one off Fine But actually putting in Some decent performances and, and not getting results Well look at the game Rangers were really good It was at the game Covering it for Super Scoreboard Rangers were really good They were two up They couldn't should Have been more than two up At half time And Graham Alexander Made changes at half time And what he did he took off the big lad Joe Efford Who was leading the line And he just went for sheer pace To unsettle the Rangers defence Kane Woolery one side He brought on Justin Amalazar On the other side And he brought on Jordan Roberts Through the middle And Jordan Roberts isn't at centre forward Gordon But he played him at centre forward There's effectively three pacey front men Up there And it terrified Rangers Now who's Rangers quickest centre half? Leon Balligan. Ba- Balligan So when you watch what Motherwell are doing Do you not react to that? Now Lundstrom Decent player He's played well for Rangers Lately Most notably last Thursday night But he's not the quickest So Would it not have been More sensible To react to the Motherwell changes Either take Lundstrom off Move Lundstrom back into midfield And put on your quickest centre half To deal with the pace That Motherwell were now threatening you with Motherwell finished up scoring two goals And there was a break with a couple of minutes left of added time yeah. when it almost looks as if Motherwell were going to go through and win the game Roger that, that, that makes perfect sense on a Tuesday right um, and I'm not saying that Van Bronckhorst anything about arrogant big head or whatever there's nobody in this world thought apart from Motherwell players and their supporters that Motherwell were going to get back into that game so that's why he's not reacted yeah, you don't I, need to do it half time there's, no, yeah, there's various but, points at which you can do that yeah now. when it went when it 2-1 me personally Gordon and I, I thought that if you're going to put John Lundstrom in there be fair in the boy you know he's he's having a good spell stick Balogun in there go your back three you looked at the, the chances and the pace and the way they carved open a top top German team on Thursday night with that shape I was just a bit taken back but the argument once again goes back to well nobody was complaining at half time when we were playing a back four but Roger's right he may have in hindsight now looked at that and thought I need to get a bit of pace on the back line and the perfect man for that is Balogun Thank you James 01419511025 Celtic fans it might be a good time for you to get involved because we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu so get your thoughts in I, I tell you what this does involve both of Glasgow's big two though. what about this trip to Australia to play against each other 
Are you having that? I don't see much love for it on social media But you never know I like to hear all sides uh, of the story So let's hear from you 01419511025 Let me talk to you about this first Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Don't forget that massive cash prize To give away to one of you At the end of the season It all based around How many times Celtic or Rangers Hit the back of the net Between now and and then every time they score, we throw at least £250 into the jackpot. And this applies to all competitions. So after Rangers' two goals at the weekend, we're now sitting at £15,000. Ten league games to go each. Scottish Cup still to go. Rangers still in Europe. That total will be huge by the end of the season. And if you fancy it, you need to text GOAL to 61025. That's G-O-A-L to 61025. It's £2 to text plus your standard message rate over 18s only. The full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com. And the lines close 6pm Saturday 21st of May. So for your chance to be the winner, text GOAL to 61025 right now. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here. It's 0141-951-1025. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Don't forget we're here until 8 o'clock, so there is still a lot more to come on tonight's show. We'll try and get through as many of your thoughts as possible. Very busy on the phone so far, but keep them coming. There's a lot to get through. Six big games tomorrow. Even a Challenge Cup semi-final tonight. In fact, don't mention it in case it comes up on Beat the Pundit. Who's playing? I don't tell them, just in case. Mm-hmm. Just seems like the t- I've not looked at the questions yet. It just seems like the type mm-hmm. of thing that might be mentioned. Ooh. Anyway, uh, 0141-951-1025. Uh, let's hear from John, who's a Celtic fan. What's on your mind as a Celtic fan tonight, John? Evening, guys. Uh, Gordon, can I give you a wee shout out before I make my call? But I mean, I've been on a few times about the wee boy for Cope Bridge, Mark McCone. He was on the undercard with Josh Taylor on Saturday, and he won again. That's his seventh win in a row. Just to give him a wee shout out, well done, Sparky. Did he des- Did he deserve it though? Oh, he was absolutely brilliant. See, see, saying that, but that's Josh Taylor, right? Oh, come on, listen. We'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll put another show on for the boxing fans, John. Let's get back to the football. Aye, right, mate. No bother. Right, well done, Marky. Um, see. Uh, I just think Gordon and Roger The last five games After the Rangers game We seem to be Really really leggy And I don't know Maybe it's just the pressure's getting to the players But it's, it's a bit worrying I don't know I mean I know he's trying to change it And rest players etc But to me They're a bit leggy What do you think? They certainly didn't per- perform Particularly well at Easter You never know uh, You know Look at Rangers the week before Coming back from a great win in Dortmund And sort of stuttering at Tannadice And dropping points It is difficult You play a Thursday night away from home, you've all that travelling back, you don't get a proper sleep, you then get up early, you're out of routine, it's a noon kick-off at Easter Road. And John, teams just don't roll over and allow Celtic and Rangers to beat them. Um, Hibs dug in, I didn't really think they ever really threatened a goal to be honest with you, but, but they, they dug in and defended really well, Bashiri and Porteous did well for Hibs as well, so there are no givens for anyone in this league. Um, Celtic will need... To dig deep If they're going to win games Starting with St Mirren tomorrow night Last time they played It was a nil-nil Just before Christmas at Paisley If you remember um, Leggy Maybe you're right Maybe you're right They are a wee bit leggy Interesting to see what changes He makes if any For tomorrow's yeah, game Yeah We were doing the programme on Sunday And Hugh kept using the word zip They've lost a little bit of zip And I, I tend to Agree with you uh, You look at Celtic From the Rangers game At Fur Park for instance First 60 minutes They're at it They're sharp they're, The speed of what they play is inc- Was incredible It was great to watch If you're a Celtic fan They've lost that little bit just now 
Um, but I agree with Roger. I still think that you should have done enough to win the game. There's another thing about you were talking about Rangers substitutions. We discussed it on Sunday about you know Celtics. Uh, the front three didn't have that spark that you're used to having. Uh, you know under Postecoglou. And he never changed anything. I bring. I think he made one sub. Was it O'Reilly come on for Tom Rogic, which was very surprising for me. But um, they've certainly got the personnel uh, to get that back. And I think every Celtic fan and Celtic player and Postecoglou tomorrow night against St Mirren will be looking for that to get back into that routine where they're at teams from the first whistle, and by sixty minutes the teams are, uh, you know, they're blown away. So it'll be interesting to see how they perform at Celtic Park tomorrow. Also interesting to see. If Giacomakis starts 50-50 I think Ange Postacoglu said he was today I felt after that hat-trick against Dundee The previous Sunday I thought Celtic missed him He just gives him a, For me he gives him a little bit extra Than Days and Maida at the minute Through the middle um, I, I thought they missed him And he he could be big if he comes back tomorrow uh, John would you go to Australia To watch Celtic play Rangers in a friendly? I'd go to the moon to watch Celtic play Rangers up <laughs> that's, that's next no, season, I, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's next. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I don't agree with Roger. I thought on in, in Sunday they could have brought James Forrest on and played a badder through the middle. I mean, it's worked before. But I don't, I, I'm not one for slating players, but I, I know we've only got uh, Daz and Maida on loan, I think. I think he's the loan player in it. No, 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 he's permanent. Yeah. Oh, is, it, is he permanent? I don't, I'm not a big fan of him so far. No, I mean, I, I know maybe we're. Are spoiled with Kyogo and Hatate, but uh, I'm not a big fan of my either. I don't know the guy would run all day, but I just I just think as I say I don't know maybe it's just a bit of a wee low. Is it? Is it, I don't really agree with you as well. Think, but sometimes, but I agree the zip's not there now. But hopefully we'll get this back. But the next four or five games to the split, uh, they seem to have the, the easier games on paper. But as, as Roger said, they're touched on. There's no easy games now. You know what I mean? Everybody's fighting for their life. But I'm just I'm, I'll hope Livingston I end up outside the top six <laughs> after we've done it this season. And don't let Marvin Bartley hear you say that. They're seventh at the moment, but good luck to anyone who can predict the three teams that will join Celtic Rangers and Hearts in the top six because it could be anyone. Roger Hanna. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. The point John made at the end here. I listened to Daz saying it on the show on Saturday, Sunday afternoon. Surprised James Forrest didn't come off the bench for Maida, move a bad into that central role because he can play in there. It was very effective. Look at the goal he scored at the end against Dundee United. And also, you look at the bench at a time when there's, there's no Kyogo and there's no Gia Kumakis, David Turnbull still to come back as well. Karamoko Dumbele was in the bench. If it was ever a game, where you're going to throw on Karamoko Dumbele Surely a game where you're at nil-nil You're looking for that little spark in the last 10 or 15 minutes So we discussed Van Bronckhorst's lack of substitutions mm. I was equally surprised as mm. Daz was on Sunday About Ange Postecoglou's lack of substitutions at Easter Road Let's hear from Ange Postecoglou on a slightly different topic uh, It's been well, confirmed today that Celtic will head off to his homeland in Australia uh, To play in a sort of mini-tournament if you like, it looks like Rangers will join them Although, unless I'm missing something, Roger No official confirmation of that yet No um, So, give us all your thoughts on that Here's what Ange Postacoglu had to say Going home, um, which is nice uh, Yeah, no, look, uh, obviously uh, I, I don't know all the details yet uh, But, um, yeah, I've been told that uh, it looks like it's happening And, uh, yeah, super excited I mean, I, you know, this football club is uh, uh, There's a pretty strong connection with Australia And 
aside from me, it's always had, you know, whether through players who have played here or just historically has, has always been a club that's well supported. Uh, you know, I experienced that myself uh, growing up in, in Australia, that uh, the club has a strong affinity over there. And uh, so for me to go back there as, uh, as, as manager um, will be a special moment for me, for sure. Um, because uh, as I said, I, I know how strong the connection is. So uh, um, I'll take great pride in it. Celtic v Rangers in Australia Are you having that? Does that float your boat? 01419511025 I'm sure there's a commercial argument um, It's not really a friendly rivalry though Is it Roger? Let's be honest This is a, a rivalry which exists Around hatred and pettiness And all sorts of I'm controversy al- I'm always interested in how the, the, the promoters Market these games overseas I've just mm, got this I'll vision of, of a big half and half sign You know on all the billboards In Sydney and <coughs> Melbourne and Brisbane Half green the important manager Half blue The impatient striker And then just that old picture Of Ange and Daz together And their playing days down under I'm just hoping that someone Can go over there And pick up my holiday pay uh, I've not been sorted out for... <laughs> oh, I think God. people will be afraid To go over and mention your name Yeah In, in case they've got to pick up The tab for you I don't think you're allowed back in So no. you, you won't be able to go And cover the game For this station uh, When it comes around Seriously though Roger I'd I could be wrong I don't detect much love For this idea On social media but No Might but, be wrong But listen you, you know how social media Operates in this country Gordon um, Celtic rushed out Their statement They are billing it as Angie's homecoming To Australia And there's no mention Of Rangers Because they don't want to be seen as Linked into Rangers Rangers have held off In my opinion Confirming their participation because they probably don't want to be seen as something that's been billed as Angie's homecoming. So the two clubs will promote their involvement in this event separately to their own agendas. My understanding is they both will play down there in November. There's, of course, the break next season when the World Cup's finals are taking place in Qatar. And hopefully, when both sides go down there, they are considerably weakened because a lot of their star players will be with Scotland in Qatar at the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, the and listen, I, I get that this sometimes holds holds us back and then holds the fixture back. So I'm not talking about the stuff that that spills over the top or, or is unacceptable. Far from it. But the USP, if you like, or, or what sets this rivalry apart from some of the fake kid on rivalries around there is that it, that it is that intense that the notion that they can play a friendly against each other. Does um, it, no, I, I, I. I Listen, it'll probably be like when I sat and watched Celtic and Rangers play when it was closed doors, Gordon. At Celtic, it would be worse than that, though, wouldn't it? Because yeah. there wouldn't actually be anything at stake. I, I, th- I think that um, I think that benefit obviously the Australian people that would love to see Celtic and Rangers live. Of course, it would over in their own country, but um, Rangers, Celtic, Celtic Rangers friendly. It just doesn't have that rhyme, does it? May not be a friendly. It might, it might end up deciding who wins With this the tournament. Cup, yeah. the, there will be some variety of mm. silverware. Sounds like a friendly, though. No, I don't think it's. I think it sounds like a, a challenge match. With oh, a, oh, they're, right, all oh, right. No, well, now, listen, now that you, now that you, you said that, up, listen, you might end up with semi-finals: Celtic against, for argument's sake, Melbourne victory; mm-hmm. Rangers, for argument's sake, against Central Coast Mariners. I'm just picking two random A-League teams. Good knowledge. What happens mm. if Celtic and Rangers both win and they're in a final? Competing for a bit of silverware. Don't think the word friendly will feature too much. I, I, I'm with Gordon. I just I can't get excited about that, Roger. Barry uh, says the friendly in Australia can get in the bin. Whoever at Rangers has made this decision, if it turns out to be true, knows where the door is. 
A club that doesn't even mention her name or acknowledge her existence But wants to play a game for money No thanks uh, Says Barry Or then the alternative Roger Do we need to be sort of Bigger and, and, and think outward a bit more And realise that big clubs do take advantage of Commercial opportunities Around the globe well, Of course Well listen Real Madrid were at Ibrox weren't they For, for a pre-season friendly yeah. Clubs go around the world Celtic Is, is this the same though That's the thing I keep I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to show both sides of the argument But The fans just feel so passionate about the rivalry Don't they They do And I bet that's exactly why They will fill the stadium in Sydney For the game when it takes place so you think once it comes around People just watch it anyway Yeah 100%, 100%. Yeah, I do and agree with that By the way They'll be getting up at breakfast time To watch it Because if it's 8 or 9 o'clock at night In Sydney That's up at your breakfast Daz will be up having his um, His porridge and blueberries And his mm. uh, green tea To watch the game Well don't let them speak On behalf of you What do you make of that idea Is it for the bin As Barry says Or can you get on board with it 01419511025 We're only halfway through the show There is a lot to come In the second hour Let's do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. I think it's a seven game winning run for the pundits. We need to change that tonight. So if you fancy the challenge, pick up the phone and try to beat the pundit next. It's 0141-951-1025 and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here We've reached the halfway point of the show We're here until 8 o'clock Lots more to get through between now and then So make sure you join us on the phones 01419511025 We've been hearing from the likes of Ange Postacoglu Talking about this trip to Australia To uh, a visit to his homeland Rangers and Celtic meant to be playing each other over there Is that something that floats your boat? Big injury news coming out of Ibrooks today Aaron Ramsey, Ryan Jack, Philippe Hollander, Ahmad Diallo Etc Missing tomorrow uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst I've still not even heard from him Talking about Alan McGregor I know that's one of the big debates uh, Out there at the moment So whatever you've got Pick up the phone and let us know And we'll do this first Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Seven wins in a row for the pundit Sandy Halliday Bounced in here last night Two year contract extension oh. Victory on beat the pundit Couldn't stop the man So let's see what we can do tonight Joseph is impossible How's it going Joseph? Alright guys how's it going? He's okay? Not bad at all Have you ever played before? Yeah no never played First time uh, What's on What's on the agenda tonight? Are you in the car? I know people like yeah, to I'm play along in the car Yeah I'm in the car Play along in the car all the time Hope you're not taking time off work or anything I'm not going to get you in bother are we? Nah never that's good mm. He's keeping his cards Close to his chest in See, case he's see the ones in the car I've usually get people with him Have you got anyone with you Joseph? Yeah I've got my wee cousin There you go oh. There you go We had a minibus last allowed. week That is perfectly allowed Where are you off to? Yeah just got to training Oh brilliant mm. The full football the team's team going to know about yeah. this Either way If this goes well or, or badly It's it's going to be big news On the training pitch And Joseph's sitting there With, half a, half a, with a bib on Already yeah, he's, got, he's warmed got, up Got to be a win it's got to be You can't go to training Now listen see, see if this goes wrong Turn round Don't go. Don't show your face uh, Heads it will be Roger Hanna Who starts on minus one Tails it will be Gordon Diel And it's Tails It's Gordon Diel <laughs> Up against Roger Look I, I believe it's Gordon, Gordon, Gordon I believe you It's the other man I've been your difficulties how many with. times I play this He game. played two weeks ago Roger Hanna I played Tuesday Thursday last week I'm on again But listen Come on Joseph and the team Ready Let's see go. what they got right, okay, let's, let's see what they've got let's... 
Let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he can't hear the answers Joseph, 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And if you don't know, pass quickly And we'll move on to the next one, okay? Yep Right, let's go 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Which German club did Christian Nerlinger join Rangers from? Pass Name Celtic's only summer arrival Who'd previously played with a team in the Scottish top flight Pass Which Dundee United player is the oldest scorer in the league this season? Who's the current Queen of the South player manager? Uh, pass Who's the only team across all four Scottish leagues Who've won their last two league games in a row? Uh, Name either current Motherwell assistant manager Pass Decent Let's bring Gordon DL back Gordon can you hear us? Yeah I can You're going to have to be bang at it Right come on then They dovetailed beautifully go there quick, go One quick. was answering one Then the next guy came yeah, in Yeah I like that I like that You go. ready? Yeah which German club did Rangers sign Christian Nerlinger from? Uh, Leverkusen Name Celtic's only summer arrival who'd previously played with a team in Scottish top flight uh, Oh, O'Reilly, no idea Which Dundee United player is the oldest scorer in the league this season? Uh, pass Who's the current Queen of the South player manager? Wally Gibson Name the only team across all four Scottish leagues who've won their last two league games in a row Cove Rangers Name either current Motherwell assistant manager. Um, no, Clay. Um, Too late. Time uh, up. He's panicked. He's absolutely blown it. Joseph, how bad was that? That's a, that's a draw, I think. That is the worst game of beat the pundit I've ever witnessed. No offence, Joseph. No, that, that, that's quite a claim. Oh, Motherwell assistant manager. I don't believe that. What happened to you there? I panicked. Keith Lasley's on the phone. Ago. It's not Keith Lasley I said either Chris Lachetti or Keith Lasley I would have taken them both You didn't You just showed the assistant manager No no no, no. He, did. he did I said either Oh no See that See that beats me Well we'll find out um, Where did Christian Nerlinger come from Was it not Bayern Munich It was Borussia Dortmund ah. um, None of you got that Gosh. Celtic Celtic's only summer arrival Who'd previously played with a team in Scotland O'Reilly was a January arrival And he's never played up here I thought you meant January Sorry I'm not accepting that Which part of summer Could you possibly oh, did you? Right okay I've had a you bad night listen. No I didn't listen James I've had McCarthy I had that Played with Hamilton Played with Hamilton Which Dundee United player Is the oldest scorer In the league this season Charlie, Charlie McGrew oh, Joseph man. got oh, that yeah. Alright okay Joseph 1-0 <laughs> To Joseph <laughs> Who's the current Queen of the South player manager It's Willie Gibson Gordon's equalised It's 1-0 The only team This is a great start This Who's the only team In all four Scottish leagues Who's won their last Two league games in a row It's Kelty You think Obviously Celtic Rangers Drop points at the well, weekend Well Cove That was good effort What did, did Joseph I, his, I didn't get it uh, Still 1-0 And uh, that was the end of the road not the, in fact you both got the last one And I thought this is it It's easy Gordon DL Big Motherwell fan Season ticket ah. holder Watches them train every day apparently Name either Current Motherwell assistant ah. I would have accepted Chris Lachetti ah, I couldn't remember Chris Lachetti And I'm going What's this guy's name? That I... was minging Honestly that is one each On Beat the Pundit uh, right, Tiebreaker okay. time Tiebreaker time Joseph what's your cousin's name by the way? Sorry What's your cousin's name? Kai Joseph and Kai ready to go right So the tiebreaker I'll read the question I'll then get Gordon To write his answer down And I'll invite you two To give me uh, Your joint attempt Alright so The question If I can find it Is this Let's get a bit of tension going Of all the Scotsmen Who've played for Celtic This season How many caps Do they have combined? 
So it's just a guess really It's the nearest two Of all, Scotsman. The, of all the Scotsmen Who've played for Celtic right, This quick. season How many caps do they have combined Show me your paper please Gordon DL Hurry up Okay Joseph and Kai 82 82 say the guys 68 says Gordon DL Joseph and Kai You can show your face at training It's 118 Well done gentlemen yeah, that's, that's what I do Man, <laughs> is it Joseph, man? Lucky, mate. Right, Okay Joseph <laughs> I cannot believe Joseph won that. <laughs> they all count. Well done, guys. Keith Lasley will haunt me now for the rest of the night. I deserve to lose there because Joseph was that bad. I just gave him a ball. I wonder if it wasn't as bad as you. I wonder if there's a wee sneaky bit about that question as well, in the sense that Scots have played for Celtic this season. So would Ryan Christie, for instance, his caps total would still, yeah, it would still be in there. Because would tell you, I was just thinking Forrest and McGregor and Taylor and Bain. Many do you have? 98 around there. Ah, okay, so you did. You're like Joseph. Fill it. Joseph and Kai. They were, honestly, they were in reverse just in case that went wrong. I they were do up the road. Not, see, you've got to read them out better, Gordon. <laughs> You're costing me balls here. <laughs> this is my fault. What, two things. Summer, I didn't know it was a summer one, but, right? <laughs> and secondly, you didn't say, you just said, name Motherwell's assistant manager. I don't know I just, What do you want me to say I, 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 did, I said either nah. Producer Chris can play it back I'm got I've lost my record Because of this 100% 100% I was flying up that table I was undefeatable I was unstoppable <laughs> And I've got Are beat. you making words up now? Yeah What and did I'm, he say? What was the made up word? Undefeatable Undefeatable Unstoppable Honestly And I've got beat with these two <sighs> I don't know what you want me to say <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely gutted 01419511025 On the phones It's at Clyde SSB And Twitter here until 8 o'clock Still lots to come between now And then So keep the calls coming in please uh, Let's hear a bit from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Because he's been speaking uh, today And he says No individual players Should be blamed for the drop points At the weekend Some Fans have been on this show And on social media Pointing fingers at Alan McGregor For his display But the manager says It is a team game No it is You know we, we, we have Disappointing results um, Especially in the weekend of course But um, You know there, there are always mistakes in, in Before a goal is made And uh, It's always easy to, to Pinpoint And to point fingers To uh, players who have the blame But I think we, we should all take responsibility for uh, the result we had on uh, on Saturday, and make sure we uh, we stand up on uh, tomorrow and make sure we have the you know the, uh, the 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 result we want. Alan McGregor, culpable, a bit, a lot. Um, What's the verdict? I think he's been culpable this season. You think of the Halkett goal for Hearts, the equaliser late on at Ibrox. You think of two goals in the three-three game at Dingwall against Ross County. Definitely culpable. Um, I think less so on Sunday. Maybe he could have got up, you know, gone down and tried to intercept that ball across for Roberts for the first goal. Uh, Woolery's at an angle, but he hits the shot well. He, he does hit the shot well, Woolery. So I think Alan McGregor has been culpable at times this season. I'm not wholly convinced he was culpable on his own at the weekend. Yeah, he's coming in for a bit of criticism, uh, Gordon. Um, I still think he's a top quality goalkeeper. Goalkeepers do go through some bad form like everybody else. They make mistakes. It's highlighted more obviously because it usually a ball ends up in the back of the net. 
Um, I thought he could have done better on Sunday at the goals. Of that, there's no doubt. You can point to Ross County, you can point to Hearts. But if he was playing a, a title decider tomorrow and I was picking my goalkeeper, I would have McGregor all I was going to ask you that. He'll pick a team at Perth tomorrow night. Does McGregor play? Uh, I think uh, he may leave him out tomorrow night, Roger. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Really? He, oh. he seems to go with no, McGregor. But he's, been, he's been very, listen to the defence of him there, and he did it on Sunday as well. Yeah, um, I, I, look, I'm saying that there's an opportunity. I feel that they could leave him out tomorrow just to give him a rest. But what I'm saying is, if it was a title decider this week and you had to pick your goalkeeper, I'm going McGregor all day. Uh, let's bring John in as a Rangers fan and get his thoughts on that. John, what do you think? Hi, good evening, guys. Thanks for having us on again. Um, would you like me to think about McGregor? Ah, just, um, I'll put you on the spot I know you've got loads of thoughts on your mind but just since we were hearing from Van Bronckhurst what do you think? Well, well I was talking to a friend uh, earlier on today and he said McGregor was, uh, had a shocker for the two goals now he's 40 years of age right he served the club well fantastic second time round maybe it's time he just thought to himself hang my boots up do a coaching role Continue um, in the background with the training, and maybe um, maybe that's the best way forward because he is forty. Come on, surely your body clock and your home mobility at forty as a goalkeeper. Surely he's, he's not a young guy at twenty five, and he's going to be springing about. So I just think maybe it's time for him maybe to to move aside and, and give somebody else a wee shout. Don't know what you think yourself. I know Gordon had said that. Um, he would have him in the team any day and all that But he is 40 and he's, we've had the best out of him So let it go when things are going good Rather than um, playing on to that age type of thing Roger? I still think he's the best goalkeeper at Rangers Just now mm. um, In current form I, in, Yeah, in current form I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would feel safer With Alan McGregor in goal And this is no slight in the others I just think he's a better goalkeeper than John McLaughlin Or at the minute Robbie McCrory Now McCrory played well In that first old firm game The 1-0 game Kept a clean sheet Made saves He may well Become the long term Future at Rangers But the here and now With 10 games Of this title contest To play The here and now is I think, still think Alan McGregor's the number one John makes some good points Obviously everyone get, Does get old And the, the sharpness goes And of course that happens But with him being 40, he's got so much experience as well in the big games, Gordon. He's he's had a, a little blip. Of course he has, and it's been highlighted. There's 10 games plus the Cups, obviously, to go. I would be sticking with McGregor. Then at the end of the season, I think it'll be a case of maybe what John's talking about, their ideas, maybe getting into coaching, helping the goalkeepers and, and stuff like that, and moving aside. But just now, until the end of the season, I still think McGregor's got a lot to give. Interesting to see what Rangers do long term. John McLaughlin just got a new deal. McCrory is, is under contract. Or do they go and buy a goalkeeper in the summer? Uh, John, what else was on your mind? I know you had other points to make. I come on the show when uh, the news had broke that uh, Aaron Ramsey had signed. Now, I don't like the doom and gloom. I'm not here by any matter of means to, to decry, but the amount of money that's been spent on this guy is not kicked a ball, really. The questions were asked beforehand that he'd only, I think I'd looked up, he'd only played 100 minutes since October last year um, for Juventus. We're paying all this money. Surely the money could have been spent on other loan players. If the figures are shown, but they are shown, could maybe brought three players in and strengthened that whole squad in defence, maybe even up front, maybe in a goalkeeper, 
something like that. The, the, the money that this guy's getting, and as, as you've just said, there might only be another eight, ten games, including cup games, to the end of the season. I, I don't. I don't think Rangers are breaking the bank for this, though, John. Listen, it will still be. It will still be money. Obviously, it will still be on a healthy wage. You're not getting Aaron Ramsey for two grand a week, right? So I, I, I do accept that, but I'm, I'm not sure it's the breaking the bank that that you and, and maybe others think it is. Well, does anybody know what he's getting? No, no I mean, I know it's his personal business, but. Well, look, listen. Any- you don't have to take my word for it, Roger. I know that people d- d- will treat this with cynicism or not. I believe it's a wage that's. Within Rangers Sort of structure No no, no more than Than any other of Rangers um, Sort of first team players Are, are yeah, getting I, And I don't actually think That there's that much Of a loan fee If if any there at all But listen, people I, don't want to believe that Fair I, enough Hindsight's a great thing I, I don't remember When Aaron Ramsey signed At the end of January There was a lot of criticism but Is that your take on it as well Is this a move That's breaking the bank For Rangers No, no and, and But by the way If it is That's up to Rangers Rangers are clearly yeah, content but that, Yeah but that does make The disappointment from John more extreme, obviously, because if you're paying a lot and you're not getting something back for it, then it hurts more. Um, that's why yeah. Gordon tries to get a discount on everything. Well, that's true, mm. I suppose, but I, I wouldn't worry too much about the finances. The disappointment is that he's not been able to come into the team and show the Rangers fans whether or not he can influence this title race. But as we said earlier in the show, if Rangers win the league title, with or without Aaron Ramsey, everything that comes before will be forgotten about. Whether or not, as one of the callers said earlier on, Amadiano sets up three goals and Aaron Ramsey scores three goals and running and that makes a difference. If Rangers win the league, the, the whole Ramsey deal, the Diallo <coughs> deal, everything that comes before will be forgotten. Yeah, uh, I think it is disappointing for the Rangers supporters because they were looking forward to seeing Aaron Ramsey, you know, contributing a lot on the pitch. That's not happened. When he'll be back, ready to to play, we don't know. Obviously, he's missing tomorrow night. Um, story's going about he's going to miss a weekend as well. Uh, the yeah, the weekend as well. Yeah, so thank that, you, Will. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big disappointment, especially when you come in with such a high profile name about yourself. You're desperate. Listen, I feel for the boys. Well, the boys not over here just to say right, okay, I want to see how Scotland does as a country and sit and not play football. He's a footballer. He loves the game. That's what he he loves doing day in day out, and he he wants to contribute. So I feel a bit sorry for him as well because there's nothing can't be any more frustrating. Then coming over with this reputation, desperate to hit the ground running, and niggly injuries mm. have just kept you back. Uh, thank you very much to John on the line. It's 01419511025. Um, before this break, a bit of a, a change in direction, a very uh, important development on a big story today in Scottish football that I'm sure uh, you've heard about on our news bulletins. You may, you may remember back in November on this show we told you about a, a so-called US style class action lawsuit which was being brought against Celtic Football Club uh, by sex abuse survivors from Celtic Boys Club now today there has been a big development on this story like I say it's been playing on our news bulletins all day I'm sure you've seen it on the website as well so to bring us up to speed is Leslie uh, from the news team uh, Leslie what exactly is the latest development today? Yeah thanks Gordon so It's been a long kind of running process, but earlier today, a group of 22 men have been granted permission by a judge to bring group proceedings against Celtic FC, and that could see the club face a multi-million pound damages claim. It was granted by Judge Lord Arthurson. He approved their application at the court of session earlier, and that gives them the green light to seek compensation. Now, their lawyers, Thompson, say they have evidence which proves that the two organisations, the Boys Club and Celtic FC, 
were intimately connected. Um, they give examples of how the kit was provided by Celtic FC. They trained at the same training ground, that's Battlefield. They played in Celtic strips. Celtic FC, however, have always maintained that they're a completely separate group from the boys' club and therefore not responsible for what happened to players. Now, Patrick Maguire heads up the victims' legal team for Thompson solicitors. They've called this a watershed moment. The importance of today for the survivors of abuse at Celtic Boys Club, I don't think can be underestimated. That group action is now up and formally running, and we will now begin the fight in the court for justice. Today, the court sent a very clear message to Celtic Football Club that it simply will not put up any longer with the club's efforts to engage in legal tactics, to hide, to delay, to evade their responsibilities. The time has come for them to come and sit down around the table and to have meaningful, open discussions to deliver financial and compensation justice for the survivors of this most terrible, dark part of their history. The court action is now up and running. There's no more legal technicalities that Celtic can hide behind. We will be pursuing this case all the way with everything that we can to ensure a fair and just outcome. There's a real sense of being overwhelmed, actually. Uh, Certainly a sense of vindication and the feeling that justice is finally within their sights. And that's certainly what today's ruling has allowed. Yeah, clearly a very delicate legal procedure. What type of reaction? Have we had any reaction from, from any parties today? So we have had a fresh statement from Celtic this evening. I've got that in front of me. I'll read that out to you. Given the ongoing legal proceedings, it's not appropriate for us to provide any comments. However, they are reiterating that the club is dealing with sensitive matters in a responsible manner and in conjunction with its advisors. Previously, the club have spoken about sympathy, regret and sorrow for those affected. A number of people have already been charged and sentenced for historical abuse at the boys' club. And you might be wondering, why this action, why now? The answer to that is that this type of legal action, it would be a landmark case. Group proceedings have only just been brought into Scots law in 2020. So until now, this hasn't been possible and it's been a lengthy process to get to this stage. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. Roger Hanna, the legal wheels, the latest set of of legal wheels, if that makes sense, are... In motion, uh, therefore, clearly not appropriate for us to be sort of speculating um, on outcomes or anything of that sort. But <laughs> clearly, a very significant day. Yeah, um, I was on the show with you in, in November when we first discussed this class action lawsuit. It was a landmark case, and I think this is a huge development in this landmark case today. As Patrick McGuire just described, it, it could well be a watershed moment. What we mustn't get away from, Gordon, is the most important people here. Are the victims As Leslie said 22 of them They deserve justice They've waited for justice And they deserve justice Now that justice As Patrick McGuire said It may well come in the form of Financial compensation Um, He believes That this landmark case Is the best way To get justice For the victims For the survivors Of this abuse And he will feel tonight He's a step closer To getting that justice for them Uh, Yeah Legal proceedings Well underway On that particular Strand of what Leslie told us has obviously been a long, a long-standing issue, a long-standing story. You can find out more about that on our news website at Clyde1.com. Taking your calls on Scottish football, 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here Keep your calls coming Still loads left in tonight's show Here until 8 o'clock 01419511025 Whatever is on your mind Share it I can still see calls coming in About performances at the weekend And about the games coming up tomorrow And injuries and all the rest of it If you think we've missed something Pick up that phone And let us know 01419511025 I do have a teaser for you I think it's verging On Not impossible but it, it, it would be one of the hardest that we've had Put it this way There is no pundit other than Roger Hanna That's getting hit with this one Yeah okay And you just You're guilty by association You're here uh, I'll just With him yeah. uh, On a Tuesday night So uh, John Smith sent it in And by the way It was even harder than this This is the easy version I've given you Since 2010 Five non-Scots Have scored goals For both teams Who make up an Edinburgh Dundee Or Highland Derby so since 2010, five non-Scots have scored at some point for both teams who make up an Edinburgh, Dundee or Highland Derby. I know that you need an extra layer of explanation on what is a simple question. That's killing me, that one. Right. So you're looking for somebody that scored at some point yeah. for Hibs and for Hearts. Yeah. Not necessarily against each other. Right, okay. So it's Or it's someone who scored for Ross County yeah, and, and, and Inverness, Inverness or the Dundee sides. What about Billy Mackay? Which one? Show me you're working Well Inverness and Ross County Yes there we go Easy as that That's who I had Sure it was yeah I did <laughs> You were still trying to get past The third word of the question No 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 I'm fine I'll get that all put down there Dimitri See, Mitchell See when you explain it I get them Dimitri but... Mitchell Well done Hearts and Hibs Look at that You're almost halfway there We'll leave it then Since 2010 Five non-Scots Have scored for both teams Who make up an Edinburgh Dundee or Highland Derby It's a very tough question Listen they don't need to be as tough as that It's just Roger Hanna Well He doesn't get out very much Right between you and I He's a bit <laughs> of an anorak So they don't need to be that hard Just send your questions over Full time At Clyde1.com And you can Hopefully hear it used On the show It'll get F- Is it FA Cup action Tonight yeah. Roger Hanna um, Peterborough Against Gordon Diels Old club Man City Just me Or is that a bit of a kick clash That's annoying yeah, me Yeah Blue and white Against white and blue I was getting excited I mean, for a minute eyesight, so They were showing just, just before kick off The last time the sides met In the fifth round of the FA Cup 1981 oh. I, was, I was sure that I was going to appear somewhere on the screen No I was later I was later Man City um, I was 80 I don't know 83 or something <laughs> Rather that. I arrived at some point anyway You seriously don't even know which year No I don't know no. How, how do you get through It's the past Move on <laughs> Look forward Speaking of the recent past He was spotted today Roger He always is But by me this oh, time t- mm-hmm. I, should, I meant to put it on social media Before Go we on. started I clocked him Packing his bags In a popular supermarket mm-hmm. Singing away to himself <laughs> So I did what any self-respecting friend would do Fired up my phone And videoed <sighs> Mm-hmm. Put it right in his face But I, I forgot I, I should have put it on Social media before we you came on You can't go here. honestly You can't go anywhere Do you want to know It's even worse Even more detailed About this story mm-hmm. I took out my phone and These things are supposed To be impulsive right And it popped up on my phone I tried to take the video And it said Not enough storage So I stood there And deleted other videos From my phone To free up the relevant storage And then approached you, did you see With the me- camera in the shop Or did you just see me At the checkout Oh just at the checkout Yeah, yeah. I turned around And this Man standing with his camera right in my face. Did, did he pay for the bags? Uh, Roger? No. I don't think you should. How, how do you know that? I don't think you did. I don't think you did. Oh, we see. He's got, he's got a big birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, he's, he's, he's now got to work out whether 15p for a bag for life's good for a value. Bag? 
I think it's 20 by the way in some I, yeah, That just tells you don't pay for them I do, I don't even look at the price <laughs> I just press one I just press one, there you go And, and take three yeah. <laughs> Probably uh, 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB Let's bring in Ian Who's on the line, Ian, what's your point tonight? How you doing Gordon, how you doing Gordon How you doing Roger? Hi Ian, Hi, Ian. Uh, Gordon, it was 1984, you played 16 reserve games And 10 of them came up at the end And you scored 6 goals in POG uh, Are you the new David Freel? He's got my Australian career sorted so no, you've I, got spoke to, I spoke to an ex-Man City player Who's that? Neil oh. McNabb Ah, oh, Neil Neil was there when I was there Terrific player, Neil Aye, Nah, I never spoke to him But Neil's out in, out in Houston staying now, I think Oh, is he? Ah, terrific Aye, He's out in, in the States Or Kansas or something like that Ah, I like Neil, good player Aye So I was talking, talking about him the other night here. Anyway uh, Gordon Duncan The producer Or the, the man The man in the middle <laughs> mm-hmm. You made a wee statement At the bottom At the top of the show Guys made us on loan, mate is he? All right. Yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, but it's, it's an obligation yeah, to buy. It's an obligation to Celtic, buy. Isn't it? That's right. an option to buy. Is it an option though? Is it an obligation? No, it's an obligation, I think. So you'll be a Celtic yeah. player next season, Ian. We'll meet in the middle. We're both wrong and both right at the same time. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> anyway, guys. Will he be there next season, Ian? Well, yes. It's up, to, it's up to Can I say something? It's up to yourself and it's up to Ange Postacoglu and Celtic. Okay. We'll agree to this. Anyway, so since the turn of the year, um, Celtic have dropped only two points. Uh, been very lethargic since the Old Thurum game. Uh, and I just think we're, we're scraping through games. And we gave Rangers a couple of opportunities, opportunities to... Well, what, there was only one opportunity, was it? To close the gap was obviously on Sunday and yep. they didn't take it. But we've been scraping through uh, Roger, Gordon, uh, Dale. It's... If you look at the three Japanese boys that come in in January, Idiguchi's not featured as much, obviously with injury. But the other two boys played a full a full season. Uh, Roger Hanna, you might be able to uh, put put icing on the cake for me. I think over forty odd games, the two boys played. Uh, obviously, Japanese internationals as well, plus the cup finals with Kawasaki Frontal and. I had to win the league with Kabasati Frontal. Yep. So it's it's been it's been a long, long season for their boys because basically they've not stopped. Um I I'm calling out for as soon as David Turnbull's fit enough again to get back in the middle of that part to give young Hitati a breather. Yeah, I mean that is true, Roger. So part of it you could say is inevitable. Ange Postacoglu also Knew this though and, and has been asked about it And I'm sure he said yeah, No they'll, and, they'll get a rest At the end yeah, of the and, season and, Like everyone else and, and he'll say He's signing these players For the long term Not necessarily the short term And he, he, did, he flagged up Very early in the season About Kyogo The workload Kyogo Had undertaken He said he was worried About burnout He would try and protect him And then Kyogo got injured Now the two things Could be a coincidence I don't know But you, you would tend to think that The more Burden is placed on the individual's bodies The more likely they are to suffer an injury Or to suffer burnout Or, or what have you Maida and Hitati mm. Ian's right They have had a lot of football um, It's difficult at the minute Because There's no Kyogo There's no Giacomacus There's no Turnbull etc etc Some of these lads do have To take on a little bit more um, So it'll be interesting to see How he How the manager rotates the team You know Does O'Reilly, for instance, come back into the team tomorrow night 
Very seldom see Riley and Rogic together in that midfield. Um, is Maida asked to play again? Or, as Dan suggested on Sunday, does Abada come into the middle maybe and Forrest gets a start out, out mm-hmm. wide in the right? Be interesting to see how he manages the workload, especially, as Ian says, for the Japanese lads between now and the end of the season. The only thing I, I wonder about, Gordon, specifically mm-hmm. on Maeda, look, people need time sometimes to settle in. It so happens that Kyogo didn't and Hitati didn't really and O'Reilly. I don't think... Anyone could say that Maeda looks tired Or fatigued Not at all That's one thing he doesn't look Now no. fine if you think That he's not up to Celtic's Way of doing things yet Or you think that it's not Clicking for him yet Or they were putting Too many high balls Towards him at the weekend Fine But you have that f- Fact Which is a fact he's, he's come off a long season But I don't know How relevant that is for him Because he's He's full of energy That's one thing that's not missing Well if that was the case uh, And especially the way That um, he played on Sunday Because he didn't Featured in the game at all Gordon But hardly seen the boy um, Then the manager would have probably made that change and, and, and said look he's had a lot of football He wasn't the sharpest today So I decided to take him off And change one or two things around I agree with you I think where his problem is he take, He's taking a, uh, a little bit more time to settle in And also It's just my opinion I like him I don't think he's a natural nine in Scottish football because you've got to sometimes link up the play You've got to come short You've got to be available for your midfield Especially when you've got the talent That Celtic's got that want to bounce balls off you I think he's more comfortable mm-hmm. off the, the flank When he sees a big bit of grass in behind So, that he so uses what's, that what's the difference pace. so far? Because obviously Kyogo's not like you know Back to goal, target man But is he a bit cuter at those kind of yeah. you know, one-twos With Jota and, and Bouncing the ball around And I, finding those little angles I, Is he is he cuter at that Than, than Maeda is I think Kyogo can link the play up Like you said Gordon I think he's um, He's a more cleverer player through And he takes up great positions And I think Maeda's more of a I need grass behind To use that Because let's face it He's one of Probably the quickest player In Scottish football just now maybe But he needs that grass I don't think he's Comfortable Playing in the middle with all these bodies round about him Kyogo's different He can play on the shoulder Make those fantastic runs um, But I think the boy just mm. needs a bit of time to sell Alright, thank you Ian 01419511025 Still loads of time for your calls So keep them coming in please Your question tonight Since 2010 Five non-Scots have scored for both teams Who make up either an Edinburgh, Dundee or Highland Derby So guys like Billy Mackay Scored for both Highland sides Dimitri Mitchell has scored for both Edinburgh sides. Another full bag of for the two Edinburgh sides. Adam Eckersley? No. You got anything at all, even in I, the... I, I had one, and then I've just realised what the question is. It's non Scots. I had a Scott. Who, Who did you have? You Paul Mullen. Did he not yeah. play with Dundee United? Who's Dundee? Paul Mullen. Was it Paul Mullen? Mick Mullen. Mick Mullen. Mick Mullen, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, though. He's Scottish, so. Yeah. Just yeah. checking. Yeah. You're getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm on the right track, but. Roger. Uh, no, I'll never we think. Okay, I'll give you thinking time. We'll take more of your calls next. Let's hear from you, please. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are still here. We've not scared them off during the break. So pick up that phone and put your point across to the guys, please. You've still got time to do so. Uh, what about this teaser though? Sent in by John tonight, full time at Clyde1.com. Send yours in and I'll do my best to use it on the show So since 2010, I keep saying it, they don't need to be as hard as this by the way Since 2010, five non-Scots have scored for both teams who make up an Edinburgh, Dundee or Highland Derby 
Might sound tough But when you see some of the names Billy Mackay Everyone knows mm. Scored for Inverness and Ross County Dimitri Mitchell Who's now at Hibs And has also scored there And scored for Hearts Anymore? No I think, I think we're toiling just now And this is easy There must be a Dundee you know, We've got a Highlands one We've got an Edinburgh one There must be an obvious one In Dundee we're not getting As you said Paul McMullen yeah. Obviously he's got someone Of that ilk Do you know the problem with them Is there are two Dundee ones on this Mm-hmm it's one a centre half. Both of them, their spell with one of the clubs, in fact, their spells with both were quite forgettable, really. Uh-huh. You know, these guys, he, he, I'm not sure this does help. You know, both of these guys more for playing for another Scottish team out with Dundee than you would for, for either Dundee side. Yeah, yeah. Dundee. Oh, goodness. That doesn't, that just muddies the water. So uh-huh. And kidding, is the yeah. last one an Edinburgh winner in Inverness? And so Highland. Uh, Highland Highland win still to come So two Dundees and a Highland mm-hmm. That's closed it up a wee bit hasn't it? No 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 not really Not no. for him I don't think No There's something some of those English lads about Inverney Gary Warren Not him Josh Meeking Not him but you're, oh. you're warm You're warm David Raven Trying to think Carl Tremarco oh, I'm Sh- going to say keep going Gary Shumby Not Carl Tremarco No Ross Draper Yes There we go There we are <laughs> Alright okay Two to get And like I say I think they are tough I really do think they are tough um, Let's bring in David Who's a Rangers fan uh, Busy old day On the injury list Reveal David what's your take On that stuff Well What it was is I was actually Putting the point across Was that, See after the Borussia Dortmund game mm-hmm. uh, I felt that Van Bronckhorst Had arrested Jack uh, Given obviously He's just back From injury He's got a big game, obviously, the week after. We're playing them again. Why not Why not rest him, rotate the squad a wee bit and, and give him a wee bit of time out? Obviously, coming back to fitness and, and that sort of thing. I don't know what the panel thought about that. What do you think, Gordon? Because I remember on this show, mm-hmm. I remember on the Saturday, we had the discussion and I totally understood your viewpoint was keep the same team as Borussia Dortmund for the trip to Tanadice or as mm-hmm. close as you can because they'll be feeling great they'll have you know good momentum about them but I then you know asked you in return does Ryan Jack go to the well again and, and then play against Dortmund well and if, so you, if you can remember I think that was the one player we did discuss thinking that he may be the one that was mm. Uh, sacrificed Gordon and we left out in that game but he decided to go with him I think it's because the boys missed that much football look <sighs> we don't. it could be a niggly knock you know he's just picked up he's been unlucky you have to keep playing you have to get up to speed I'm sure Ryan Jack's desperate to play in every game I totally understand it it's not until he's left out a squad that he's he's not fit for a game everybody thinks well we should have rested him we should have nursed him along I'm sure Rangers do they must have been very confident that yeah he's okay he's getting you know he's getting more match fitness into him he's looking sharper he's looking better and he's a big mm. player that's the most important thing he's a big big player for them now so he's just been maybe a little bit unlucky the, the only thing though that might damage David's theory Roger is he did play the second leg against Dortmund so it's not like he's gone into the Dundee United game and that's where he's been unable to continue he's No still, He's still was back For the, the second Yeah and, and listen I think everyone Would keep their fingers crossed Not just for Rangers But for Scotland as well Because hopefully Scotland Will have World Cup business To take care of By the end of the month And Steve Clark 
think he names a squad in a few days' time Would be delighted to get Ryan Jack back in there To add to his midfield options Along with the likes of Callum McGregor and Billy Gilman I might allow him to have Scott McTominay back in defence I don't, I, I don't know The more good players Scotland can have As with Rangers, as David's saying The better So it's to be hoped that Ryan Jack Although he misses out at Perth tomorrow night It's to be hoped he's back mm. Maybe even for the Aberdeen game at the weekend His old team Is that the headline one for you, David? More than, say, Aaron Ramsey or Ahmad Diallo? Uh, well, the same with Diallo as well. I think people have to give him a chance as well. I don't think you're a bad player if you're coming up against, obviously, the likes of Ericsson and you're getting two goals. I don't think that makes you a bad player. I think at United, they had, obviously, a chance, which he should have scored. And he went through, he should have squared it, to be honest. And and that's, that's the game finished, you know what I mean? But, well... It's, it's to see whether or not he's he's going to make up for um, the rest of the games coming forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just wonder the damage done by by Tanadai scoring. Like, I mean, players miss chances and players yeah. do, players don't square the ball when they should. He pulls out a one fifty fifty, but in Scottish football, that's like that's a crime that fans never forget. It seems it's going to be interesting to see how he. Progresses from here and, and, and what role he has Going forward yeah, there's not long There isn't a long Long way to go in the league No and that's the problem He needs game time Just now I think He's a Impact player I think they're looking at him I don't think he'll start In the big games Gordon He got off to a great start With his debut Got a goal And looked sharp And everybody's thinking On oh, the big pitch at Ibrox This lad will be terrific I think Celtic Was a real shocker for him Because he looked lost in that game for me um, and Again I, he was just here wasn't he yeah. The full team got yes. you know, run over the top um, of He wasn't the only one you're correct But I just think he's one of these boys That he's come up It takes time As as much as you come with big reputations We've seen it before with people that's played in Massive games in the English Premier League They come to Scottish football And it takes them a while to get adjusted To the pace of it Everything about it And some settle into mm. it Some don't um, this boy just needs a bit of a chance But just now I don't see him being a starter A regular starter to the end of the season I think he's going to play a part Coming off the bench for me There's a big goal in the championship Roger Hanna It's our both one Partick Thistle nil um, Now as it stands I think that moves our both Three points clear at the top Yeah With um, everyone with everyone apart from Thistle uh, On the same there's always a fair chance with our growth that the goal scorer is going to be called Hamilton. Yeah, right? it was calling Colin this time, Hamilton wasn't it? this yeah. time to put it up. Thistle it just shows you, you know, they have so many games in hand for all manner of reasons. And you look at it and you say, oh, if they win those games in hand, you know, they could be top of the league. Sometimes you're better to have the points on the board. Um, lost at home to Morton last midweek, drew at the weekend, um, and now they're trailing early on up at Gayfield. And that'll be difficult for them to get back into it. And we keep waiting for this our growth bubble to burst. We're now into the month of March And they're marching on Nine games left Yeah I mean seriously It's, it's th- not quite touching distance But they're making a real good go of it It would be quite an astonishing story They're one up at the moment Still a long way to go tonight Queen's Park one Peterhead nil uh, If you're interested in that one Bob McHugh scoring inside the first minute there uh, Looking forward to tomorrow's fixture card Of course we've spoken a lot about St Johnston Rangers Roger and all those Absentees and the hangover, if you like, from the weekend. Celtic at home to St Mirren, but look at the four other games as well. Tyne Castle Hearts, I think that's the eye opener. Aberdeen, yeah. Hearts win tomorrow. Third place done. I think third place is done, but they would cement it if they got a result tomorrow, and they need a result gone. 
One of fascinates me, Gordon's at Dens. Dundee against Hibs, having been at Dens Park on Saturday, watched Dundee collapse 4 0 at home to Livingston, watched the reaction of the home support in Mark McGee's first home game in charge. If Dundee perform anything like that again tomorrow night, I think they're a big bother. Did you just say Hearts need a win? They got one at the weekend. St Mirren. Yeah, but they've not been in great form. Yes. You, you know, I, they beat St Mirren who were down to 10 men. And I don't think that that was going anywhere. They didn't uh, impress me. I think at home, Gordon, especially when you, you lose to Dundee. What about your team then? Home to Ross County? Home win. Uh, I like Are you Ross. Sure? We're big Ross. Regan Charles Cook? Home win. League's top scorer. We will take so much confidence from Sunday. We will be flying out the traps at Fur Park tomorrow and they two assistant managers better get their act together. Lost 3-1 in Dingwall when Ross County were down to 10 men. It doesn't matter. It's confidence from uh, Sunday, Gordon. Right, we need two more non-Scots since 2010 who've scored for both teams in a Dundee derby. Uh, Not in a Dundee derby, Scotty, but both teams who play in, in the Dundee derby. You know, So they can have scored for Dundee United against Motherwell and Dundee against Hearts, whatever. Really tough Yes that's a difficult one Here's one for you then You know this guy best So he scored for Dundee United And he scored for Dundee But you know him best For playing for Hearts Mmm Better No No He's Scottish (laughs) That is rubbish On so many (laughs) levels (laughs) Hearts player Went off to China as well I think Was it China? We're not looking really scatchel I remember them coming back To Dundee United Um also went Did he go to MK Dons With Robbie Nielsen I think he did as well Can so it, No Robin Osmond So Osmond So And the last one Played for Ross County But also Dundee United And Dundee again I think you've forgotten about this Ross County striker In the sort of Probably Cup winning League Cup winning era Alex Schalk Nah From closer to home Not Scottish but still mm. I think he's Well he must be I think he's either Irish or English I told you it was tough Just put you out of your misery Go for it Craig Curran Oh yeah Yeah that was a tough question They don't need to be as tough as that Send them in please tomorrow night We've got a full card Cammy Bell and Jim Duffy are here And Callum Gallagher is up next